If you will, turn with me to Mark's Gospel. Stay with me. The seventh chapter, the sixth chapter, we're going to be reading there for just a little bit. Mark, Gospel, the sixth chapter. I do just all your prayers this morning as we try to speak to you for just a little bit. And we're going to start reading in about the 45th verse, but I want to pick up just a few things right before that. This is just, you know, I know you heard this story many times, but this is, a, this is just a little, this is just right after he got through feeding the 5,000 uh, people. And, you know, and we're going to refer to this a little bit in a, in a little bit through the message. You know, it's, it's uh, mentioned in March, or Matthew's gospel and also the stories in John's gospel. But in you know, it fit, everybody knows the story where he fed the 5,000 with two fish and, and uh, seven loaves of bread, or five loaves of bread, I mean. Uh, and he told me after he got through, you know, he said, gather up the fragments that nothing be lost. And I think according to some of the Gospels, it recorded they took up 12 baskets full. But he said, gather them up that nothing be lost. And we'll keep that, just keep that thought in mind. And right after this, is where we're going to pick up the story at, you know, at uh, uh, through the 40th verse on down to the 44th verse there, it talks about that. Then it's up the 45th verse. It says, Straightway he constrained his disciples to get into the ship and go to the other side before him and to, what is that? I can't pronounce that real good. But anyway, why he sent the people away. And when he had sent them away, he departed the mountain to pray. And when the evening was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he was alone on the land. And he saw them towing and, ro and rowing, for the wind was contrary against them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he came unto them, walking on the sea, and would have passed them by. And they, when they saw him walking upon the sea, they, sp they supposed it to be a spirit and cried out. For they all saw him and were troubled, and immediately he talked to them and said unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And he went and he went up unto them in the ship, and the wind ceased, and they so sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. And they considered not the miracles of the loaves, for their hearts were hardened. And I'm going to stop there for just a moment. And a couple of key things I want you to remember while we're talking to you for this or speaking to you this morning. He told before this to give up, you know, in one of the gospels, I don't know what he really says in this one, the, but give up the fragments that nothing be lost. And through this story, the last part we just read, said they consider not the miracles of the loaves, for their hearts were hardening. If you will, bow with me as we will, Lord, in word of prayer this morning. Father, today we just thank you for this opportunity we have to be in your house. We just pray now, Father, for your Holy Spirit to guide and direct our minds and hearts and just open up each and every one heart this morning that we will receive the word that you have for us today, Father. We pray that be those that couldn't be here today, Father, for those that are sick, Father, you know each and every need today, Father. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Read this story here and... And I want to say before we really start on this much, uh, just have an open mind when I start say this for just a little bit. I'm going to try to prove everything I'm talking about with the Word of God. If I can't prove the Word of God, it's just my opinion, okay? You know, it's all time. Everybody's got their own opinion about everything today. But we need to have God's opinion, very much so. 
And one of my favorite things is saying is, you know, we, we've lost our common sense today. Amen. You know, we lost our common sense today very much so. But I've read this, you know, I was reading this, and we've heard talked about this story many times. You've heard it all through Bible, or through probably to your childhood up to now, about Jesus walking on the water. And he said, that's not possible. Well, the Bible said he did, so I believe it. Amen. I mean, it's not humanly possible, but, you know, the Bible said he walked up on the water to them. And I can, you say, can you explain that? And I can, the only way I can explain it, because God said he did it, or Christ said he did it, and I believe it very much so. Um, read this story very much so. When the first thing, you know, you get in your mind very much so that when you start reading about it, when Christ walked on water, the first thing that kind of pops out in your mind to me is Peter walking up on water. This gospel don't record it. I think it's in uh, uh, one of the other gospels, Matthew, I think it probably is, that records where Peter walked up on the water. But this, this gospel don't record that. And... And I think in John's gospel, I think I read it in it, and I may have it, I think I got it right. It don't record Peter walking up on the water either, but it could record Christ walking up on the water. And you got to think about this, this thing, you know, this a little bit. I'm a, I'm a, if you know, I kind of think about a lot of stuff. You know, I guess the older I get, the more I get slower I get, so I think more. <laughs> Used to, I do things for a thing. You know, anybody ever done that? Then you had to go back and re redo it. <laughs> But I think a lot more today than I used to. Come slower. I begin to think about this, you know. And he told him in this in this uh, story here. He said, "Get into the ship and go to the other side." That was a commandment from Christ. Amen. Stay with me for that. I guess everybody agree with that. He said, "Get on the get to the ship and go to the other side." And one of God's records, he said, "I will send a multitude away." And then after that, he went into a mountain and prayed. Everybody with me on that so far? He told him to get in the ship and go to the other side. We today as people, today, we today as God's people, as Christians today, are God, we should have one mission on our minds today is to make heaven our home. Amen. That should be one goal that we should not get out of the boat of is to get heaven, to make heaven our home. Everybody say with me on that. He says in his gospel, he says, take up his cross and follow him. Amen. Follow who? Follow him. Follow him. My personal opinion, I think we're following everybody else today but Jesus Christ. And I mean, as a whole, we're following everything but what God says. Why are we doing this? Because I think, no, I'm just, I'm just this is something I've been my opinion. This gospel here, Mark's gospel, don't record Peter walking on water. And one thing, you know, we read this story very much so, and, and up till maybe I started thinking more about it, I thought one of the biggest things was Peter walking on water. Amen. That was just my, you know, I think about it, man, you know, I forget my cries. Well, I think about Peter walking on water. I thought that was a big, big story. This gospel don't record it, but Matthew's gospel records Peter walking up on water because it said, you know, uh, they, they thought they was going to, the storm was so bad, they fought against it, they began to probably get tired. They never did say, you know, really I'm thinking the gospel that they was about to get about to sink, but they was tired of fighting the storm. They was tired of it. So Peter, you know, when on this gospel, they tell records in Matthew's gospel that Peter said, you know, Lord, that you let me come out into the water where you're at. And he said, come on. And Peter got out of the boat. Amen. Amen. Stay with me. Not this God, but actually maybe I should read it to you. I'm just trying to put these two, these, this story kind of get a little bit 
little bit more than I ever have in my, my, my life, I guess. And Peter walked the water to him until he got so far that he began to sink. Said that to say this, anytime we get out of the boat of God, Amen. you can feel the blank in probably, Amen. we're going to sink. Amen. Stay with me. You remember back when, when Noah, when God came to him, he said, build a boat, build an ark. And he got in the ark, and as long as he stayed in the ark, everything was fine. God took care of it. Stay with me. You remember back when Moses, you know, was, was a young, young uh, the, the mother took him and put him in a little, uh, little basket, something, sent him down the river. To me, that is kind of like a boat. As long as he was in there, he was, he was taken, he, he was safe. Amen. Wait with me for just a moment. As long as he was in the tent, he was safe, you know, and we, you, you, you can do a few more things. You can look into the Bible and find a few more things. I think a lot of times God used a, a boat today or to an illustration today. As long as you stayed in what God put you in, everything's going to be all right. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? As long as Noah and his family was in the ark, everything was all right. As long as these disciples in the boat, everything was all right. It was not great. Amen. Now the Bible says they was in a storm. What happens when you get in a storm in your life? What's the first thing we want to do? Get out. Amen. Not a lot of time. I don't know if anybody understand what I'm trying to say or not. When we get in a storm or we get in a situation, we want to jump ship. You know, we want, to, we want our own opinion on how to do this. But God told, Christ told his disciples, said, get in the boat and go to the other side. If he said that, there is a probably a 100% chance they was going to make it to the other side as long as they stayed in the boat. Amen. Anybody with me for just a moment? How many of us today, it's your own opinion, have the same opinion about this word as you did 10, 15 years ago? Stay with me. There's a lot of churches today who don't have the same opinion as they did 10, 15 years ago about the Word of God. Amen. Do you remember what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? There's a lot of churches today who are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Why? And what's going to happen? They're going to sink. They're going to sink. Why? Because they got out of the Word of God, they got out of the boat of God, and they're doing their own thing today. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe he had good intentions. I could almost Lord, look at Peter today as he was walking on the water, and everybody probably, you know, probably got back in the boat, and probably the other side would probably, well, man, he's a he, he's up the there. He walked on water, and I didn't. Amen. Think about it for just a moment. We look at people today because they have done this and they have done that. They have written a great book and this and that, but they got away from the Bible. 
And we uplift them today higher than what God told us to do. We got out of the boat. And we began to sink. Do you know what I'm talking about? We got out of God's word and we began to sink. I look at Peter and I'm not running Peter down. Peter, you know, we got, I got a lot of problems he's got. I make a lot of mistakes. Peter made a lot of mistakes. But he still come out all right, I guess. Made a lot of mistakes. Thought before or done things before he thought about it. You know, maybe, and in my opinion, as I look at this story here, and I begin to look at it a little bit different than I ever looked at it, I thought, you know, first, and I used to preach about it, and I never thought about what I'm talking about today. I thought, why didn't the other disciples get out of the boat? If it was Christ out there, Peter got out of the boat, walked under the water, why didn't the rest of them go with him? You ever thought about that? Why? Because Christ said, get in the boat and go to the other side. I'm afraid today there's a lot of people Today in our Christian in the church world today is jumping out and got their own opinion about everything. Hey, what I'm talking about? Amen. Christ told him to get in the boat and go to the side. See, we're all in the same boat together today. Amen. If you're in a boat, if you're born again Christian, accepted Christ as your personal Savior, we're in the same boat. Same boat. When you go against God's word, you get out. Come on. We got different opinions today about what, I don't know, I should even say this stuff or not. We got different opinions today. People used to say, you know, abortion's wrong, but now we say, well, we look at it different. We used to look at homosexuality and say, well, it's wrong. But now we say, well, but I look at God's word. He said, you know, I was reading it yesterday. I was sitting there at the house. You know, and it said, I just happened to go. I was just thumbing through my Bible. And it said, God created male and female. And he said, you know, a man will leave his parents and cling to his wife. They just shall come as one flesh. That's still God's word. The reason we have changed our opinion about it, we as a whole, as a country, we see our nation, we see signs today on church bulletin boards. They will do the same sex marriage. Oh, I shouldn't get on this, I don't guess, but it's the word of God, I think. We, we do all this, and they say, you know, and say, they say they'll do this stuff here. You know, they'll perform them, you know, and say, well, everything's all right. God, we live in a different time, but the Bible says Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His word does not change. So he said, if we get in the boat, we got to stay in the boat. Amen. I'm following God. I'm following this word of God to the end. Amen. See, we get in this. The storm's coming now. We're in the, we're in the worst storm we've ever been in in the United States. We're in the storm today. One of the worst storms we've ever faced in our life today. I look at my grandkids and I just want to ball. We lost every bit of common sense we've ever had. 
Everybody said, if it's me, I'd do this. If it's me, I'd do this. What would God do? What would God do? What God do? I've never read in God's Word where He ever let anybody down as long as we stayed with Him. As long as Moses in that little casket or the casket or that little basket he was, he was all right. In the casket. Basket. <laughs> I guess really I got a casket with mine. I went to the visitation Wednesday there was Friday night and I seen a little three-year-old boy in the casket and Man, that just still bothers me. You know, everybody knows who it was, but sad deal. But like his great-grandpa told me, he said he probably got everything in heaven tore upside down by now. So he, called, he was, he was ornery, <laughs> you know. But as long as Moses was in that basket, everything's all right. As long as Noah and his family was in the ark, everything was all right. As long as we had praying grandpas and grandmas like we used to have, everything was all right. Amen. Everything was all right. But now we've lost that. We've lost that prayer life. You know what I'm talking about? We jumped out and said, I can handle this by myself. Going, you know, we started out, you know, we thought we had a good idea. Peter! I could almost in my mind, this is my own personal opinion. You know, when Peter walked out on water, he began to walk out up on the water. He walked on top of it. I thought, man, he's probably thinking pretty good about himself. Can you imagine? I would too, wouldn't y'all? But to me, it wasn't what God or Christ told him to do in the beginning. Amen. And you know the story. He began to look at the way, he began to sink. He can't handle it. I said that to say this. You can't handle this world by yourself. Only way you can handle this world is with the Word of God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? The only way today you can defeat Satan is by this Word of God. And says, Satan, you know, I'm bigger than you are because I am born again. But with the blood of Jesus Christ, I can defeat you. And sometimes we need to tell that joker that every once in a while. Do you know what I'm talking about? So I'm going to start closing this down just a little bit. I hope anybody's getting a little bit of what I'm trying to say is. But he told them to get the ship and go to the other side. And I believe they would have made it to the other side. If Peter would have stayed in the boat, they're still going to be all right. That's what I'm talking about. Well, Peter got out and walked. Okay. The final point of my message this morning. He got back in the boat. And the last part I read to you, they considered not the loaves that was in there. And this should make your mind begin to think back for just a little bit. See, I think the disciples should have looked at, you know, and the storm they was in now, they should have looked it back into the baskets, into the, maybe the heart of the boat they was in and seen, you know, this is something that God had done just a little while ago in my life. I've seen it right before my eyes. This ain't nothing. Amen. You, know what I'm you know, the old fish they had and the old bread they had in the baskets, they had them in there. The Bible said they couldn't consider them. I want you this morning to stop for where you're at for right in your mind. Just think about if it hadn't been for God. Where would I be right now? If it hadn't been for God, I wouldn't have got through that mess. Walk back. 
So I'm in this mess right now, but I'm looking back. I know you may supposed to look back, but I'm looking back and say, God, you're going to make it through that. You'll get me through this. You'll get me through this. You say, Pastor, what's going to, what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen, but I know who's in charge, and that's God. Amen. I know the Bible says all things work together for the good than that loves the Lord. Amen. As I went through the night down to the visitation, I told the, grand, the great-grandparent, I said, I, ain't, I don't know what to say. He said, don't have to say nothing. Only thing you can say, it's in God's word. God knows best. Why would they take a three-year-old kid out to the life? Let it happen. My grandmother, I went and eat with chocolate Sunday with her the other day. I went up to the Sonic Butter one Thursday. She turned 102 Thursday, or yeah, Thursday. We sit and eat it. 102. I sat last night and listened to Bill Gaither video in the Roy. What was it? I can't think of the last time. Joy and Roy, you know, Joy died. The young lady, or the lady that died real young. Roy had a new song or a new singing a song. I listened to some of them. Anybody heard? I thought my grandmother last night. Go, he sung a song. Uh, Satan knew my grandma well. Anybody ever heard that song? I'm going to want to listen to music around here. I guess. <laughs> Satan knew my grandmother well. I thought you know I may play that at my grandma's funeral. But the very last, but God knew her best. <laughs> God knew her best. I'm here today to tell you. We got to get back to what the Bible says. Do you think I'm going to? I know. I, I don't. I don't really. I, what I want to. I know what I want to say, but don't know how to say it. But God's in control. Amen. I look back as we begin to close out. I look back into my life and see some of the things that God brought me through. Yeah. I look back at it and I thought, you know, if it hadn't been for God, I wouldn't have never made it through that. That I'd never made it through it. You've heard me tell the story about going into the orchard and getting an apple because I didn't have nothing to eat. You know, this is after I was married. Somebody said, I don't believe that, but it happened. Every time I see an apple, it reminds me of what it used to be like. I guess sometimes she comes and says, you're so tight, you're this and that. I said, you know, I know I'm not tight. I just know what it takes to get a dollar. They don't come off of trees. Like the young generation thinks it comes in a mailbox today. I'll just leave that there. <laughs> it don't happen that way. I look back, you know, and I'm getting closer. Maybe, hopefully, if I, hopefully, I don't know if the time goes on. I'll be 65 next year. I'm thinking about signing up on my Social Security. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but I may do it. I got a thing in the mail here while back. You know, it tells you every year you worked how much you made. You might know what I'm talking about. I'm still working where I worked at when I started in 1973. I made $333 that summer. The first year. I tell some of the young people about it. I would have never done that. Yeah, you would have. If you want to do anything. The next summer I worked there, I made $576. Summer was June, July, and August. Three months, do the math. And it was not easy work. It was hard. But look at that, it reminds me. Every time I go down the Leslie Mountain, before you get to Leslie, that old mountain goes down there. 
Right on the left, right, left hand side of the road for the last curve. The day before I started, they had a truck that turned over, had a trailer load of Wombafors eight foot long. If you can imagine your mind, a trailer load of Wombafors scattered off that hillside. I was 15 year old the day I started work where I work at now. And that's where they sent me on the side of the road to pick up Wombafors. And I get thinking, how many, and I, I wouldn't know better than nobody else, but how many kids was worked all day long picking up one fours? I mean, I made $333 all summer, so I didn't make much that day. I mean, <laughs> we got home at 11 o'clock at night, did my first day of work, and all of it supplied. I'm still there. But it reminds me what it takes. I look back, you know, and it reminds me what it took to get salvation from my soul. It took my Savior's life. And sometimes we don't think much about it. It cost him so much. So it cost him so much. As I was sitting there last night thinking about this story and thinking about it, Lord, help me not get out of the boat. Lord, help me not get out of the boat. You said you'd be with me till the end world didn't give that to you and you can't take it away. The world gave Jesus Christ to you in your heart. If you've been born again, God give you that and you can't take it away. So stay in the boat. What was wrong yesterday is wrong today. It don't change. Sin, sin. Ain't but one way to get to heaven that's through Jesus Christ. Amen. So I want to hear today to tell you I know we're living in a time today and it's a stormy time. I guess most of the people agree with that. But we've got somebody, the master. I know the master of the wind. And like he's singing the song a while ago, he was there in the fire. He was there for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and I guarantee you he'll be there for you. All you gotta do is stay true to his word. Stand on his word, stand on this word. Don't tilt, don't tilt for nobody. Stand on God's word. God bless you. Let's stand this morning. Anybody want to come and pray this morning? They can. If you want to, come on right now. For any reason, if you need to. Every eye closed. Anybody want to slip up their hands? I just I need your prayers this morning. God bless you. There's some coming down right now. If you want to come, come. If you want to come pray with these, come on. Anybody wants to come, come. Anybody else? Amen. 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 Anybody else? Right where we're at, if you give us just a moment, let's just pray together today, okay? Father, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you thanking you today for this opportunity we have today to be in your house, Father. We're so thankful today for your word today and what it means to us today. I thank you, Father, for each and every one that's here this morning, Father. We open up the word, Father. I pray today that this word touch you in every heart. Not my, don't let me be a hindrance today, Father, for your Holy Spirit to touch each and every one. I pray today, Father, we as a church today, you have blessed us so much today, Father. I just pray we'll stay in the boat today, Father, and, we, and we're going to get to the other side because you told us to, Father. We're going to take up your cross. We're going to follow you daily, Father. 
I ask you to be with those, Father, that's sick today, Father, those that's facing struggles, whatever it may be in their life today, Father. I pray for these that's kneeling and praying this morning, Father. You reach down and touch them, Father. You know what they're praying for today, Father. I pray today you just send us revival across our country today, Father, like it never has been before, Father, that we can see your glory today, Father, that we can the church and show your glory through it today, Father. And Father, we just love you so much today, Father. And Father, we just thank you today for each and everything you do for us. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.